Welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast, brought to you by Coach D. That is me, and it is designed for changemakers just like you. I am an international success and business coach, and I love, love, love supporting you on your journey to ultimate health, happiness, and freedom. I obsess on all things mindset mastery and business strategy that allow you to design the life on your own terms. This podcast will be led through my three P's, productivity, purpose, and profit, and I will do my best to bring you the industry leaders on these topics, and I am also going to provide you with solo episodes where I'm going to talk about these three P's. If you are ready to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world, let's get this party started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to another Fearless and Successful show. I have, uh, you know what, I'm going to call her a marketing whiz. (laughs) With Guy is coming up all from UK and she's going to be talking about something that is very, very important nowadays. So with welcome. Thank you very much, Diana, for having me here today. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, and I just want to like, I love the, the you know, the intentionality and everything that we're going to be talking about. But for people like who want to know more where you started, and because I know that this is going to be so juicy, where you started and how this, this lifestyle that you created, the freedom lifestyle that you have right now, what was like to go into that transition of, yeah, it's alignment. It's like, you know, you don't have to be a slave to socials. You can't have healthy boundaries when creating your, your freedom business. Um, where did it start? Where, where did it start? Well, it started after I, I built my first business at 22, grew that over 12 years to a, a successful 1.5 million business, had a, a big like team in place. But I was doing it all so wrong. Like you look back and go, oh my goodness, 60 to 80 hour work weeks. I was that person that every three months would literally get so ill with burnout. I'd maybe go out for like, you know, a night out with friends and then I'd be ill for a week because I literally, it was the first time I'd take my foot off the gas. Um, so, and then, you know, but I just kept doing it. And I was like, this is how it is. You know, you run a business. I didn't know any different because I was 22. You know, I had not, and I, you know, my first coach said, you've done it backwards. Most people kind of learn business by working their way up through the ranks. You've come in straight at the top. So you've kind of missed some of that fundamental learning along the way, um, which is true. And again, looking back, I really did. So, you know, it was a really kind of weird, weird way to kind of start business. You know, people do without having that experience. But, um, you know, one of the big things was I was I was living very unhealthy life. You know, my husband used to joke um, and laugh at me because he'd say, oh, did you take your packed lunch for another day out? So I'd take a lunch to work and then I'd bring the same lunch uneaten back home you know because I didn't eat I didn't hydrate it was just you know but I didn't know any different and it was only then you know I've 12 years and I was starting to think I might want to start a family um and kind of going I've missed a lot of really important things here in life and is this it like is this what I have to keep doing because I don't want to do that 
Um, and so I was working with, with, with another coach, like really saying, you know, this, I'm not, I'm not loving like this, you know, um, and I'd, I'd moved away from that business. I decided I was going to, going to go down into, into brand photography. Um, and, and I wanted to do something really creative because my original degree was in, in drama. And, um, so I wanted to be creative again, because I kind of had enough of all the bureaucracy and, and stuff of running the other business. And I was bored, typical entrepreneur. I got bored because it was, it was great. It was all steady state. <laughs> and I was like, I'm ready for another challenge. Let's do another business, but an online business. Cause the first one wasn't an online business. Um, so yeah, so I was working with my coach and I was going, you know, I feel every, all this advice out there was saying, you have to be on your phone all the time. You have to be sending, wow. you have to respond to private messages instantly. You have to be on private messages. You have to kind of send these horrible. Bro marketing messages. <laughs> yeah. You know, where you just kind of want the, the ground to swallow you up. Cause you're like, Oh, anything but this. And then you don't do it because then you procrastinate and you clean the house and you know, whatever else and go do the garden, clean the chickens out, whatever you can find to fill your time. That means you don't have to send those horrible things and be online or go hang out in all these Facebook groups and add value. And I was like that, oh my gosh, my, my soul, my soul is dying every single day. So obviously for me, I was like, I hate, I hate business. I hate this. If this is an online business, I can't do it. It's just not for me. And, and I was, you know, and I was really distracted. So I, I had, I, you know, I had two children in quite quick succession. And I found, I was like on my phone a lot, you know, when they were with me. And I remember my, my eldest daughter is now five. And, um, you know, she was really young, but she came over and she was like, mommy, look at me, look at me. I'm a princess. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was on my phone. And she's like, and she, and she, mommy, look at me. And I was like, yeah, yeah. In a minute, mommy's just busy. And she literally pushed the phone down from my face and said, please, mommy, look at me. I'm a princess. And I was like, whoa, wake up call. This is not how I want my children to think running a business looks that they, you know, that nobody else gets a look in and that, that actually I have no time for anyone else because the whole thing was I wanted a business that had, you know, time for the other things in life. But I was so preoccupied. My brain was never sort of in the moment when I was kind of with family and things. So I was like, right, things have got to change, you know, and it's hard because I had built bad habits over 12 years in my first business, you know, so they are habits. So when people say, I'll do it in two years when, or I'll do it when I've made 10K or months or, you know, seven figures, I'll then ease back. You've built those habits. You are going to struggle. I'm just going to say that. So I struggled to kind of do that stepping back in my brain. You know, I still want it, you know, I'm still like, oh, I need to work 60 to 80 hour weeks. And I didn't. So, so I was working with the coach and I was like, and you know, I'm not in love with this, I'm just not in love with this whole, whole concept. And she was like, what do you want to do? And it was that question. I said, well, I don't want to work more than 20 hours a week. She went, well, don't then. I was like, oh yeah, of course. It was like, sure. Uh, and so I, you know, in true Viv fashion, reverse engineered, what would that look like? You know, so start at the end, don't say I'll do that when I've made X amount of money or so on and so forth, you know, start with what you want that to look like now. It's like they would say, you know, create the habits now that you want, you know, that the, the, the future you, the successful you, you know, uh, uh, will, will, will do. Um, and so, so I reverse engineered this business. Um, and said, right, 20 hours a week, that's my limit, because I've got two children, two young children. Um, and, and so it really brought home to me that I had to do things that A, felt good to me, because obviously my soul was, you know, crying out and dying inside with some of the, the strategies and tactics that I had, you know, felt, I, 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 you know, that 
I had to do because that was the noise from social media and online that was saying, these are the only methods. These are the surefire methods to get you to multi-six figures or multi-seven figures, you know, tried and tested the only way. And so you kind of get really sucked into that because you see the success of other people and you think, well, I have to follow that. So, you know, so it was really um, stepping back and saying, actually, that's, you know, that's killing my soul. And, and actually, I want to be present with my family and I want to enjoy my life because I, hey, I am only here on this planet once, you know, depending on what your beliefs are. But I think I'm only here in this, you know, mm-hmm. in this body, in this life once. So start to, you know, need to start enjoying it and embracing it right now and not waiting for, you know, that that when moment, you know, that tomorrow moment. So, so that's kind of how I got started to, to create in that life. And I know that was a really long answer, wasn't it? <laughs> No, I love it. I love it. And I love the passion behind it. Like, I think that you nailed it. Like you, you gave so much nuggets. Like I think first of the first, like creating the reality that is your own reality. I think a lot of people, what you mentioned and what, what you touch upon, it's like, we see these models and we say, Hey, that has to be the, the success that I want to create. And we are just like so distracted from our own reality and what we want to create as our success because everyone's success is different. Like the, you determine success and you said it, like I want to work 20 hours per week. Like that's the reality I want to create and you made it. And I just love how in, intentional you are about it. Sometimes we forget that, you know, and, and, and I don't, we don't talk about mindset here, but it, it is one of the key components of having the healthy relationship with your mind and like really being intentional with your thoughts because they create your reality. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And I'm all about strategy. Like I love good strategy. I love like processes, systems, like that's all me. But if you're not clear here, it will never manifest into what you want. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, one of the big things is like our, our whole belief system around how many hours we have to work, what, you know, what will equate to like, you know, financial wealth and success is, you know, working long hours. And why do we believe that? Because of our society and culture, you know, yeah. the, sta- the standard work week is like a 40 hour work week, you know. Yeah, Gary Wee kind of standard. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, and you kind of think, okay, and that was created in a very male dominated society, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. many decades ago when women stayed at home and, you know, raised children and were homemakers and all of that kind of stuff. And now, you know, we're doing all of the homemaking kind of stuff, you know, but we also want these amazing businesses, you know, men and women alike. I'm not stereotyping just women. It's now fallen across the board because we're all going out to work, you know, um, and, but, but we still carry that, that ingrained belief that actually, you know, working more hours and, you know, I, I read a great thing. I think it was uh, Tim Ferriss's in the four hour work week. Imagine if you went to work and you were so productive that you got your job done in two hours. And so for the rest of the day, you could just sit there or you could go home. You are not going to have a job for very long because they are going to say, hang on, we don't need this, this, this role, it's not needed. But actually, you know, it's a good quarter of the workday in, you know, in, in an office environment can be attributed, you know, to distractions uh, and mm-hmm. interruptions. So you kind of already, if you're on an eight hour workday, take two hours off. So we're already down to a six hour workday. Yeah. And then actually, if we're really focused that the, the, the actions we're doing you know, are, are intentional um, and, and focused on, on what like gives us the maximum output, then, you know, 
why do we need to work 40 hours a week? We don't, you know, and we yeah. can still have awesome results. And it's just, so, you know, that shift is something that it, it, it's hard for us to do because it's, you know, something we've been, we've seen throughout our entire lives, but so important to kind of sort of reframe um, and, and take that ownership of what you want your life to look like. Yeah, I love this. I really love this. And I would love to talk about a little bit deeper about the, some people like think that right now we live in the world where we have everything on our fingertips. Like literally you can, I call them pop-ups. Like, I don't know why I, I get this like obsession with call these people like who, who invented their businesses in pandemic, like pop-ups. I heard, and, yeah, I heard yeah. <laughs> your shows, you've talked about pop-ups. Yeah, right? Because, they, and w- what I think that they don't realize is going back to those fundamentals and like really doing the, the basic work of, of the business, yeah. which is making money. Like you can, you can call me like, yeah, you're so obsessed with, but if you're not making money in your business, like you don't have a business, you have yeah. a hobby. Yeah. And I think like people are so obsessed with the graphics and the logo and building your website. And, but they are not actually doing the thing that is going to move the, the needle. No, right. Cool. Yeah, distraction. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so that's creative avoidance. That is all just, you know, creative avoidance that you, you don't need any of that, you know. It's and certainly not when you're starting out. You know, it's, it's, it's stuff to add on, on later. Um, but yeah, so often, you know, when I work with clients and we look at, you know, they're, they're really struggling with, with like consistency within business. And I know we hear that word, you know, and I, you might, you know, I've got a group program that's coming out later this year called Momentum because, I, I, you know, the word consistency a bit like, but it's that momentum and, con, you know, yeah. keeping that momentum, you know, and, and I always like, you know, sort of give it to the example as entrepreneurs, we do this kind of massive roller coaster where we're going up these like massive peaks and coming back down, you know, and we want to get to a little bit more of a stable sort of model because otherwise having those like 10, 15 months and then uh, like 500 pounds a month, you know, it's just, you know, and that's that's, that's not what what we, you know, people want. And it, it really uh, derails people as well when they've got that. It's not sustainable. Thing. Yeah. And it's not a sustainable business model. Um, you know, so so we're looking to, to how we can create that that consistency. Um, and I've totally just gone off track. What was the question? <laughs> yeah. So like really like getting the distraction and really like focusing Something. on the things that move the needle, yeah, right? That's right. Yeah. So it's about then stripping away, you know, all of the stuff that you're doing that you don't need to be doing. So um, so what I get people to do is really kind of find what is the thing that lights you up? Okay. Find that first because you know, that energy and, you know, and, and I've definitely become more woo and I call it strategic woo now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but, you know, when I talk about energy, because it is a fundamental thing, you know, that thing that gets us in flow. And if you want to, you know, you just Google, you know, being in flow, there's so much research around how being in flow actually is really good for your well-being as well, but it's so important for your productivity. And when you're in flow, you get things done a lot quicker, mm-hmm. um, but you only get in flow when you actually really enjoy the things you're doing. So the first mm-hmm. thing is, what are you like doing what you know beyond coaching or being a therapist or that aspect you know what are the you know because that's why we all set up our businesses because we love that that delivery aspect but what are the other bits of the business you know what are the other components that you like so if you say you know I love going and chatting to people or I love um I love writing you know I love this you know we digging into what it is that you really love 
and use and then doing more of that because that is going to be the thing that gets you in flow and how we harness that then and turn that into a marketing revenue generating activity because again you love it so you're going to do it it's not going to feel like a chore um, mm. and then we strip away we take all the other stuff away what do you not actually need to be doing is that is that bringing in driving revenue so we you know and a great place to start is if you you know in the early days look at what are the activities that have been bringing you in clients? So what has been bringing you money? Okay. Or what has been getting you in front of your audience? Yeah. That's then getting you onto to calls or conversations with clients. Cause that's a big thing, you know, it's all around conversations, whether you want to do yeah. that in direct messengers, private messengers, or actual, you know, phone conversations, zoom calls with people. So important to emphasize. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's one of the biggest things that people forget, you know, so track have it i have a whiteboard on my wall how many calls have i done this week because you can get to the end of the month if you say right i want to i want to book four new clients this month as an example uh and therefore say my, my conversion rates like 50 percent. we're going to go with 50 yeah. Yeah. yeah so one or two so i need eight calls okay so you start the start of the month here's my goal you get to the end of the month you open your your, your spreadsheet or whatever and you go oh oh yeah i wanted to have eight calls i've done none Whereas if it's on your wall, you look at it every day and you go, right, crap, I did none last week. So now I need to do four this week. Where am I getting those four calls from? And suddenly you're focused. OK, um, but we want to make sure that you're doing the right activities, the ones that feel good to you and not getting sucked into the whole, you know, if it's social media and you don't like social media. So many people think I have to have a Facebook group. I have to do this. I have to hang out in other groups. I have to do spammy, you know, Spamler Anderson, I call it, you know, type private messages to people. Um, you know, if if you hate all of that stuff, don't do it because you'll never you'll never be consistent. You'll procrastinate. You will avoid it and you won't get success because your energy will just, it'll just come through that actually this is, you know, this is not something you're enjoying doing. So, you know, there are so many other ways, but I think we get so sucked in with social media, you know, where's the, because we're often on social media when we're employed in our corporate careers and things that we hang out there on a social basis, but then we look to social media you know, for, for other people, you know, peers and coaches and, and, you know, trainers who we could follow. Mm -hmm. And so we get sucked into a lot of those, like social media is the only way, uh, only model or have the Facebook group, but you know, there are so many other marketing strategies and tactics out there that you can look at, you know, I had a client and like one of her massive achievements is she started working with me and said, I just don't want to be on social media. I hate it. it kills myself. And I just don't like doing it. And I'm not consistent. You know, she's now like got an like amazing joint venture going with her local gym um, uh, and they're a referral partner for her, an amazing, strong referral partner. So she doesn't have to be on social media or you can be on social media. But instead of feeling like you're a slave to it, as I say, where you're, you know, it, it, you're on it all the time. If you are using other strategies, so networking, you know, guesting on podcasts, referral partnerships, use your social media by having that visibility to just pop posts up, but not using it as like your main um uh traffic driving kind of um uh, uh medium yeah method. i love that and one of the things that i really like i really love i love social media for me like i love it yeah. like i love to be visible i love to be on there um it's kind of became and a lot of people just say yeah but you're so natural it's just my zone of of greatness mm -hmm. i love to connect with people on socials it's because this on I'm 
you know, you can see like I'm extroverted, extrovert. When I decided to go online, for me, like the scary part was, oh, I'm going to lose contact with people. Like I'm going to be okay. in the bubble. And I just love going out there. I love be, I love to be in the stories and EG. Yeah. I don't have a Facebook group. I intentionally closed all my Facebook groups because it was just driving me crazy. <laughs> Um, but I love to be on my profile. And that doesn't mean that I have to respond every comment. I have to respond to every message I am creating. And this is where I want to go. Like, I really am mindful about my boundaries. And I created this like, hey, so, okay, uh, I just uh, shift my kids to school and I have 15 minutes block. I'm going to, you know, go into my socials and just answer some comments and, and yep. you know, questions. And then when the clock takes 15 minutes, I'm back to fully focus on my work. Yes. Right. And I have like, like this time pockets that I'm like, hey, this is the only time that you get to spend on the social media. I put some music on and I go, and this is my strategy. This works for me. And people like always say, you're so much on social. No, I am fully focused on doing that when I want. Yes. And that's the thing. It's boundaries, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, and, and I am a massive time blocker, you know, so I am, I'm like you, pockets of time. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, I, one of my clients last year was, um, <laughs> she worked out she was on social over eight hours a day like because she'd go on to do something intentional but then get sucked into looking at what everyone else was doing and then tiktok like, society TikTok society, and then like the whole comparisonitis would set oh my in goodness. and then obviously it was screwing with a mindset and you know uh and so it was like let's be really intentional about this time and suddenly you know this business that she wanted which was you know a business with freedom so she'd left mm. corporate did, was still working 60 to 80 hour weeks but for no money you know and she didn't want to do that she wanted to go to the gym in the morning blah 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 work three to four days a week and actually when you know you rein that in and get really intentional with where you're spending your time it all becomes totally possible yeah. and her business has just gone boom as a result so she's quite yeah. less but she's I I see so many people like like just saying on this was a thread in in uh, on a Facebook I don't know who posted like one of my friends uh, and it was a question do you ever think deactivating your Facebook account and I was like messages were pouring yeah it drives me crazy but what are you doing on that like just deactivate the account if it's driving you crazy you don't need to you don't have to be on it day oh. in day out like and people are like blaming facebook yeah. for being on facebook like what's wrong with you dude it's your conscious decision to be on facebook it's addictive though it is right. addictive yeah. and people yeah. have to remember you know that, that these things and, and that validation we get from people yeah. liking and commenting mm. you know uh, and we need to go and find that that like serotonin kind of you know rush that we get from it somewhere else you know we've mm -hmm. got to find some other yeah. bits but you know our culture and society is that we are now very addicted to social media and it's hard to step away. And again, it's habits, back to habits mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we it, 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 it's harder, you know, it's like I say, in breaking those habits that we've created. Um, we, breaking those is a hard thing. And um, so it's finding how we can do them differently, sorry. <clears throat> So what would you say, like, so, so we are getting to, to the meat of it. So what did you, what do you see that really works for your clients and yourself, like to break those stereotypes and, and patterns and habits that 
that can be applied and our people here who are listening say, hey, yes, uh, I want more of that. I don't want to be a slave on so, um, of socials. Yeah. So uh, number one, time block. So book those pockets of time in, you know, and start with, you know, um, thinking about how much do I need to make in a week? Okay. So we're a business. How much do we need to make in a week or a month? Okay. What does that look like in terms of client time? Okay. Block that time into your calendar. Okay. So for me, I have two, two coaching days a week, two non-coaching uh, client facing days a week uh, and then okay what do I need to do in the rest of that time okay so I need to market my business how am I marketing my business okay is it through through sort of written long form content so are you a really big blogger do you like doing long form you know so if, is it that you want to you have a podcast you want to guest on podcast you want to go to networking events block those other bits in you know the bits that are going to get you in front of your audience okay if you're on social media and as i say you know use social media but don't be a slave to it you know use it to to um support your visibility so if you meet people at networking or say i've come on your podcast today people go i want to go check out viv they can head over to instagram and can see my profile but i'm not sat on there all the time you know i pop in i pop out um uh so time block, time block and be very intentional with that time. You know, so if you're going to go on social media, if you're going to go on Twitter to do journal requests, you know, what time are you blocking into your day to do that? Um, and make sure you kind of being realistic with those times as well. Um, so I had um, uh, uh, my accountability buddy, actually, and we were chatting last uh, earlier this year, last year, and I was saying, do you put times against the activities that you're putting into your, your, your planner each week? I said, no. I said, maybe that's why you're finding every day you're kind of feeling really overwhelmed and you're not getting through your list of things that you want or you're not doing the things that are important because she's writing this massive long list. And actually there's about 60 hours worth of work and she's only got like 15 hours in a week to work. So actually we need to kind of think, okay, which of those, those key activities? So always go back to what what are the big revenue generating activities? Okay. Um, what brings in, you know, for, for your effort, what brings the, the maximum sort of return for the investment of that time? I would love to add something. Sorry for interrupting you, but really like this was such a um, mind blowing revelation for me as well. Not just like putting the time, like, and, and you guys, you're who are just starting out and you're thinking like, how do I assess how much time it will take me to create a blog blog post, right? But you doing it or actually it will make you yeah, practice and see how much time is it an yes. hour is it like 90 minutes what it is but you have to go in and see for yourself I'm not a writer it takes me one week to write a blog post <laughs> like seriously right I would rather go on a zoom and just transcribe the call like and then you got it um that's why I use a lot of like these um live transcribing uh, yes. you know softwares and it works for me but if if how much will it take so, so now going back to that like how much time I, I i had a question from one of my clients how much time do you spend like creating those reels for me now it takes like five minutes because and first reel was 60 minutes but yeah. now when i'm a, you know i practice and i know what to do like i know how to you know roll around and i'm not obsessed with per perfection i'm so yeah. not perfectionist like I just want to get done with it. And it's like, yeah, we were going to track the numbers and see what works and what doesn't work exactly. like while we're in it. Um, and also what I do, like really like when you have these lists, activity lists, also write down like on a scale one to 10, how does yes. that energetically feels like, right? Yes. Because you will identify what are those like 
soul-sucking activities that you don't want yes. to do like right because for me like doing reels it lights my fire I'm just so excited yes. even if I get two views like I had so much fun like let me do this all day long right but if something like I have to write a piece for you know for a magazine blah, I'm gonna yeah. throw up. <laughs> yeah yeah I don't want to do this right and then do that first in the day right yeah actually yeah, yeah. That's you gonna, gonna just, it's just gonna like get bummed to the bottom of your list every single day so you're gonna go right okay it's gonna i'm gonna do it at the end of the day and then it's gonna no. be the next day and the next no. day and the next day so do it first do the thing yeah. first yeah that's a great one outsource yeah. it if you that's can. a great one yeah but i think that like eating that frog like uh, you know first day first time first uh thing right in your day like it will create that level of wow I did it. Accomplishment. Now I can get to do the fun stuff, the right? Fun stuff. Yeah. So definitely look at that energy is so important, you know, and what are those flow act those flow zone activities that are going to really get you in, you know, in there. Um, so yeah, so really sort of stru- structure your week, you know. And people are like, oh, I don't really like that level of structure, you know, because I'm really very structured and disciplined. Um, but again, ha- you know, know that you've got, you know, two client days a week and try not to have clients bit, you know all over the place because again it's you know you're shifting your brain you know into different sort of um uh, work modes so actually by by grouping you know it's like it's like when people talk about batching batching content batching images blah blah blah. it's the same it's almost like batching the type of work you're doing and you know so so when i have a a market like a a content creation day i do content on, on like a specific day when i have a project day i do that so i can have a chunk of time on that project and start instead of trying to do 15 minutes here and 20 minutes there and it all being bitty and not actually really getting into a task um so it helps us then really get into a task i'm really sorry i've got a tickly throat yeah and we have like i think that that's also a mindset thing because people are just afraid to to batch and say like for us like thursday is a podcasting day and we don't do any podcast except on a thursday because i'm yeah. on this mode like i love to do this like it's a con because this is the also the thing of a burnout and overwhelm when you're context switching yeah. like your mind just get overwhelmed with the uh, with with the context that you need to switch and you drain your energy so yes. i'm today i'm all in i'm podcasting i i i get into the zone of like interviewer and i just have so much fun and I have like seven podcasts today and I'm just like I'm loving it (laughs) love it love it yeah totally so really kind of think about when you can can kind of batch that time you know wherever possible within your week and and group those activities um so yeah so I think you know time blocking is a really big one um but but taking breaks as well people think oh my gosh now I've got really limited time so I've got to just keep working and and that that stepping away so you might want to use a focus timer pomodoro timer anything like that really simple things you know uh but taking the, those those breaks to go stand up stretch your legs don't look at your phone don't go on social media um you know hydrate uh, really really important the thing i never used to do but you know we need that so you know um like rest and recreation and hydration and, and refueling are all so important so you know go stand up move your body and that will really help you kind of um uh sort of reawaken your energy and also being really attuned to where am I feeling energetically because so often we can be at like what I'd call like if you think of it as a traffic light system so you know once you get to like like amber if you just keep pushing through you're going to hit red and Mm. when you hit red 
to get back to green is really hard, but to get from amber to green is much easier. So when you're reaching that, amber, you know, and you're in that amber point, you think I actually, you know, when you've got that thing up, I'm really like, I'm just going to plow through, plow through because I'm really getting to the clock. Don't, you know, and it's really hard to do, but stop and go and like have that break, you know, refuel, just take your brain away, um, it, rehydrate, whatever it might be. And just allow yourself to reset so that actually when you come back, you can be sort of in that green zone again. Because, you know, what might take 20 minutes out now to reset to there, if you get to red zone, it could take two hours. Yes. Oh, such a, woo, this is such a great point. Because I think that, you know, people are, you know, this is the thing. If you don't make yourself take rest, your health will make you rest. (laughs) It is like that. And I have, I'm going to also link uh, my favorite meditation that I do power naps. Like I do this, I have it in my schedule. Like I'm so religiously um, obsessed with my power naps, uh, especially because we have like client calls with us. We are in Europe and it's like, you know, late calls and I just need to recess in the middle of the day before my kids storm in. Like I need to regroup I need to rejuvenate and I have my power naps and I'm gonna link the the meditation that I use from inside timer it's it as this was the thing that I believe instrumentally change my productivity and effectiveness to br- really like when people ask me where how how the hell you you have like this contagious energy all day long like I think this is one of the things that really helped me to to con- just to, to keep it up with with my energy yeah. yeah it's so important I mean I'm I'm the same people like okay you only work 20 hours a week but every day you take a 45 minute lunch break so I will go and have a nap like hip, hypnosis and or and or naps you know but just that time to sort of like settle and like recharge the the batteries because I'm like you everyone's like oh you have so much energy all the time I'm like that because you know I now self-care whereas you know yes 10 years ago, geez, no, like afternoons, I was like, oh my gosh, but I'm still going to sit here for another six hours at my desk or whatever, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so really be aware of that, that traffic light and, you know, a, a sort of system, we'll call it the traffic light system um, in your day to day, but also energetically, you know, when you're sort of stepping back, when, you know, looking at your, your how you're feeling over the week, the month, because actually you might be in that like dangerous amber zone, you know, where, you're heading for red overall energetically and that can be a sign that actually maybe it's a long weekend is due you know maybe you need to get away and have a spa day maybe you need to you know and whatever you're saying oh no I can't because it can wait because Mm -hmm. actually um one of my clients you know has a lot of health problems and went for a trip to London recently to do his Reiki level two uh course went for five days with his partner and um he so obviously reiki all about energy so energy drain blah blah blah. he's already got health problems and then he said and we were doing twenty thousand steps a day after that to do the tourist thing in london and then he came back and basically crashed for like three Mm -hmm. to four weeks so had no earning no income generating activities because he was just having to rest um and i said okay but if you'd actually been aware and protected that energy more while you were away he said yeah but we were spending the money on a hotel in London. So it made sense. I said, okay, but you could have come back and made 10,000 pounds, you know, mm-hmm. looking at what you mm-hmm. make in like two weeks yeah. in those following two weeks and gone and had a really nice five day actual break, not doing Reiki training in the day and da, 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 um, with that money. Yeah. Was, oh yeah. So actually listen, listen to what's happening, listen to what's going on and think actually if I take that time out now, you know, 
actually I'm going to be able to earn more by having that break. Mm, such a, yeah, that's a nugget. Definitely. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I love this. And people like, you know, if you're thinking you can't afford to, to take breaks and to take the time off, eventually the, you will have to pay that toll. Yes. Yeah. It, it, yeah. There is no like a, 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 a run around, like it, it has to be somewhere. Yeah. It will manifest and it will yeah. manifest on your health. And I would rather have health than money. Like yeah. I'm all about that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing to add as well beyond time blocking is boundaries. Make sure you're very clear on what your boundaries are with your clients. I have it written into my contract. So I take all school holidays off. I mm-hmm. tell them when I'll reply, you know, the timeframes I'll reply to Voxer messages. So it says I will reply. I will, you know, um, aim to reply. So it's not a definitive because life happens within 48 hours of receiving yeah. a message. I, uh, you know, so I will aim to respond to, you know, any stuff on, on their put like client portal within like X timeframe. I have it in my emails, you know, so as an autoresponder goes out saying, I only check my emails twice a day. So don't expect to reply. You know, if you say, I want to check my emails twice a week, put it in there. So people know the expectation and then, and nobody's disappointed because mm-hmm. you've, you've laid them out. It's not offensive. It's saying, these are my boundaries. It's my, you know, it's your business. These yeah. are your, it's your business, your rules, your values. Okay. Your Build, terms. Yeah. yeah. Your terms. Um, and I think so often, you know, especially, you know, if you've come from corporate, we come into business with very metric based goals, very money driven goals. And of course, yes, we need money to make viable businesses. Um, but how do you want to feel in your business? We forget mm-hmm. to think about how we want to feel. Yeah. And I think that's something, if you're not feeling great about it, if you're kind of thinking, I feel really stressed and it's horrible and I'm overwhelmed and blah, you know, what would change that? Is it boundaries? So for me, as I talked about earlier, boundaries was a big thing for me because I was doing the whole phone out with the kids. Kids, pretty much no phone. Do I slip up? Yeah, I'm a human being. But actually, I try really hard to put the phone away, you know, and to get me into that habit, I had to put it in a drawer because if it was on the you know island in the kitchen, I would just go and be like, oh, let's just have a check. Um, so, you know, what it's, it's your life, your rules, put those boundaries in place. But what is going to help you actually achieve those boundaries? Because, you know, once we've been working in a certain way, we've created those habits, how, you know, breaking those habits and changing those those behaviors is is difficult. So you may have to do some some crazy things like I'm going to go and lock my lock my phone in another room take things apps off your phone only use them on your computer you know so when you sat down you're just using them then you know i have facebook on my phone and instagram but i have to go in and reinstall them every time i want to use them and now oh, okay that's nice that's a conscious action then that oh, i i don't do. want to bother with the reinstalling it it's like yeah. oh, i'm not gonna check or do i actually need to be doing this yeah yeah oh and it stops, i love that it stops that habit because you suddenly go oh my god and i do it still sometimes where i'm like why am I, I see my hand going out like that. Uh, and I'm like, why am I about to pick up my phone? I just checked it literally five minutes ago. It's what, a habit. What, oh, what, what is going to wow. be there? You know, so actually put it away, stay in the zone, you know, so think I about love it. it. <laughs> yeah, and it's also like for all of mamas who are listening, you know, 
it's really like easy to to now say hey and compare yourself and and say i'm you know i'm a failure i don't do these things like really think about what it is important for you as a mom like for me i know that that was a big piece that i said especially now um when i'm like you know alone with the with the all the three girls like it's i want to spend that time with them because who why does my business even matter if I don't have the time to be around them? And I can promise you where your focus is all about them. Like I could literally sit five minutes and they would not even pay attention. And they would be like, yeah, go away. And I'm like, okay, they don't need me, but I am there. They know that I'm there. Yes. And that's what it is important for me. And sometimes like, you know, sometimes they will need one hour to cuddle and sometimes they will need just like five minutes to check in and say, hey, I'm a princess. I did this beautiful drawing of a castle and my pony. Okay, let's let's see what it is for them. How can I be like you can't be in a service of clients more than you are for your kids like Mm -hmm. that just can't happen Um, because they are your legacy and you I hope that you're doing all of this for them like if you're listening now and you're saying hey this is hard just try like five minutes focused attention on your kids and it can be five and then 10 and 15 and eventually they will see hey She's meaning, meaning like this is real business for her. She's there for us, right? Yeah. And just break habit like one step at a time. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't try to do everything. Don't be like, oh my gosh, because that's it. You know, we've all done it wherever. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do that. Just little tiny, tiny steps. You know, mm-hmm. and you think about like the cumulative impact of those small sort of changes is significant. And another note on that, you know, when you actually take that time away, uh, you know, from your business, my God, the, the amazing ideas that can come to you, you know, right. you open your mind, you know, and you see, you know, you see content ideas in everything, you know, you see that in the things your kids say and the things your kids do, you know, and I'm not saying you have to write about your kids, but it can trigger and go like, mm. oh my gosh, that's really interesting, you know. Yeah, um, kids are so creative and they have such a like fantasy, like use them. Like I love when I, my kids like have this, crazy bold ideas and they're just like untapped potential where it's just like so beautiful yeah yeah so go go and enjoy you know I I like gardening I've got I've got rescue hens and yeah I think I I once slipped in chicken chicken poop uh in the garden and I was like yeah I know uh and I was like oh my gosh this is so so going into like a a a long form email and content post because I was like what what a business and chicken have in common you know oh yeah but this is cool because people want to like and this is also like don't be afraid to share your journey and your life with if if you're all about like helping people and like creating this impact on people like people will buy you and your stories and not your systems and structure like they want to buy like into your lifestyle and i I just love that you mentioned that as well where can people know more about your freedom lifestyle i want to know like (laughs) hey where can i connect with you and see what you're up to (laughs) so you can find me on instagram viv.guy or you can head over to my website which is vivguy.com uh sign up drop me an email i love to hear from you i will always send a reply personal reply to anyone that responds so please do head on over and i think you're going to drop a quiz um if you're kind of finding like marketing activities ugh they drain me they suck the life out of me there's a quiz that's come uh, that's in the notes it takes like 45 seconds to do and it's really going to help you 
sort of figure out maybe that, you know, the strategies and tactics that might work better for you if you're kind of thinking that I don't feel aligned to what I'm doing now and it's not in my flow zone. So yeah, I love out. this because like, and this is the, the very valid point. I think that people oftentimes forget, like you still have to market and promote your business. We are not saying that you, you like, yeah. you know, you're going to put your website and like, yeah, it's there on the shelf and like, you know, it's going to sell yourself. You have to, the marketing and selling is the core pillar of your business. So Absolutely. identifying what marketing uh, uh, strategy will be the best for you this is where the quiz come in in play yeah yeah because we're you know we're, we're all different and I think that's the big thing to remember from all of this you know all of the noise out there all of these like sure fire this is the only kind of strategy it's rubbish okay there is no magic the, the magic secret formula I'm gonna share this with you so I hope you're ready is you yes you are the secret formula okay no one else none of that other stuff it's 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 wrong it's it's a lie it's not the truth the only secret magic formula in your business in your marketing is you mm, yeah i love this oh this is so good um was there anything that i forgot to ask you obviously we had a very juicy no conversation but <laughs> was like one like no mic drop moment <laughs> i don't think so and if anyone has got any questions you know like you feel haven't been answered or you know you want to know more just he- you know head over i will create content i will create something for you if you've got a question or something that you think i don't know how to you know i'm all about creating and giving the stuff that you want to know i might even create a course or some training on it you know often i'll like pick up on things that people said and uh, you know lo and behold there'll be a master class coming out on it so just let <laughs> me know what do you want to see what do you want to know what are you stuck on yeah i love that and and again one really important aspect like tune in to your audience and what they want and need and create based off that like yeah i love it yeah oh my goodness this was such a pleasure and honor Viv I'm definitely gonna take the quiz and I'm gonna definitely stalk you on Instagram um (laughs) because I just love your energy I love the vibe I love the intentionality it was really really fun conversation thank you so much I love today I knew I would (laughs) thank you so much ciao ciao Thank you so much, Fearless Soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know your time is the most valuable asset, so I don't take this lightly. As a sign of appreciation, I would love to give you free access to my 21-day Mindset Mastery and Business Strategy program. All you need to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in EG Stories. Until next time, dreamer. Mwah.